0: Yes, yes, yes. You were made to be courageous. Welcome all you Courageous Cause Champions. I'm Lainey Friedrich and this is the Couch to 5A podcast. Today is episode 6. Today I wanted to talk about the difference between championing versus defending a little bit of backstory when I first sketched out the advocacy chart and the five levels of advocacy level 501 was defend your cause nationally and internationally and that evolved uh, to another rendition of defend your cause on the front line and over the months that uh, I was looking through this material and talking to people about these levels it made me realize that defending it was not the posture, was not the feeling, was not the stance that I wanted to be teaching people. And on the front line makes it feel even more con, um, confrontational. Obviously, that's a term from from wars. You know, we're not we're not at war with the other side. For people who look at things differently, have different opinions, have different viewpoints, want things differently, even if it's Uh, people who are trying to keep people down and take power. I don't want you to think of being in battle with them. If you want to do battle with them there are lots of activist groups that you can go and get involved with and you can march and you can be angry. That's not what I teach here in the five levels of advocacy. I don't feel that that's the most effective way to get to the end result that you want, and it doesn't feel good during the process. Uh, it's it's taxing on your immune system when your body is in that fight mode all the time, um, which just weakens you. So again, if if you want to be in fight mode, if you want to defend your cause on the front line, um, go for it. <laughs> you know, go for it with other groups, with other people. But if you want to learn how to be effective, if you want to learn how to be a champion and get stuff done, yep, I was going to say that other word, get stuff done, be effective at getting the world to be the way that we want it to be with fairness and equality and peacefulness and uh, opportunities for people to flourish and for our environment to flourish, for the animals on this planet to flourish, you're in the right place. Uh, those of you who are, not, are listening and aren't looking at the video, um, I, you can see two pictures. The, the championing example, are two little kids pointing at a computer screen and one of them has got his arms raised up like a yay, and they're looking happy. That's what the champion looks like. At the end, we are victorious. We got it done. We achieved what we wanted to achieve. And then I have another picture for defending, and it's a cartoon image of two women who are characters who are in full knight um, uh, gear in the armor, and they've got swords in front of them, and they're, they're closed and firm and stiff and ready to do battle. That's the difference in the feeling when you're defending something and you're championing something. And I want to show you an example that hopefully will help this um, become clear to you from something that happened to me this weekend. Let me go back again to this chart. This was the initial chart that had defend your cause, and then I changed it to champion your cause to the public, because that's really what I want uh, to be teaching people how to do, champion your cause to the public. I want you to be the... Voice for it, the voice of of facts and reason, ditch the drama, ditch the drama. Not that it, it isn't an emotional process, it is an emotional process, but ditch the name calling, it's not effective. Okay, so this was me on Saturday. I had dressed up as for a Halloween party as a canvasser because I've been canvassing for a ballot proposal. This is Ballot Proposal 2 here in Michigan to help end gerrymandering. And I went to this party because my, the hosts are my neighbors and I have biked with them. Psych, I was a cyclist for a few years. And I know a lot of the people that were going to be at the party and I know that we are For the most part, um, politically aligned. So it seemed like a no brainer that I would go and that would be a place where I could be nurturing myself with like minded people. And I went and was talking about the obviously because I had the shirt on and everything, it generated conversations. It was a conversation starter about the ballot proposal. And something. Shocking happened to me. one of the guests who I know really well was talking to me about it, and again, we are politically aligned and I was mentioning that the opposition to proposal two has been starting to run a lot of um, camp- uh, a lot of ads about uh, the proposal, and they've been out and out lying, they've just been blatantly lying about the facts of the proposal and how the proposal is structured. And he was grilling me. He was like, well what are they saying? And I said, well, you know, I don't remember exactly. He's like, no, no, no. I want to know. What are they saying? And I felt like he was coming at me, like I felt like I had to get defensive here because it felt like I was under the attack like he wanted information and if I'm a canvasser I'm supposed to know everything that there's to know about everything related to proposal 2 which is not the case and not realistic And when I had a chance to step back and digest what happened I ended up giving him just a little blurb of one that I could remember off the top of my head it wasn't a real uh, one of the real blatant uh, you know, big, big exaggerated distortions that they were running ads about. It was something seemingly minor. And I thought to myself, when I got home, I thought, oh, maybe I should look up, you know, what the other things are and send him articles and educate them, you know, on what it is so that I could feel like I could answer that question better. And when I step back, here's here's what <laughs> I'm showing, those for those of you that are gonna watch the video, showing a little penguin cartoon and his eyeballs are all like skewed and cross-eyed because that's how I felt when here I was with like-minded people and I felt like I was getting uh, grilled about this. I felt very discombobulated (laughs) like this little penguin. If you get a chance, if you're listening to the audio and you get a chance to go watch the video, uh, it's a cute one anyways I went back to the levels the five levels because that always helps me figure out like what happened and, and what's going on and again as I mentioned at this party I was with like-minded people and then I've been in level 3 grow with people you know by talking about the proposal to people I know including at the party you know just mentioning this thing to them about you know the other the opposition running these ads But what happened was he started asking me questions at the 501 level, which are answers that people who are the champions for the cause, the people who are championing this to the public, they would know the answer. I mean, they're the ones who are on top of these ads. They're the ones writing the letters to the editors of publications that have been publishing uh, inaccurate uh, information about the proposal. Like, they're... They're really well versed. Like they live this proposal as a full-time endeavor, as a full-time job. I am a volunteer, and I commit, you know, four to six hours a week to canvassing, which is a lot of time. But I give the same or a very similar canvassing pitch to people at every door that I go to. It's you know a small amount of variation. the The proposal is there's a lot of Um, complexity to how the proposal will actually be put into place once it's um, hopefully passed next week. And again, I'm not the one who has that information. So what happened was me thinking, oh I'm supposed to know these answers is just unrealistic. And for him to be questioning me at that level was I think natural for him. He's an engineer. He likes to know the details. I think he also wanted to know that if he's talking to coworkers, for example at work that he's educated about what you know what the both sides are talking about on this topic. So he's a friend and I I know he didn't mean anything ill-intentioned by asking me these very pointed questions but I felt like I was under attack and that I was supposed to have more information. Um, So what I want to teach you today is, you know, if you're feeling uncomfortable about the conversations that you're having with somebody about your cause, it's because you're trying to uh, answer questions that are at a level higher than the level that you're at, and you need to just back up so in in my case, I did the best I could. I just gave him a little bit of information i you know and I retrenched and I went and talked to some other people at the party <laughs> because that's that made me more comfortable i didn't want to I didn't want to be interrogated anymore um you know again, no ill intention, but that that's just what his mindset was and Then, when I got home and thought about sending him more information, I thought, you know that's also not the role that I want to take. I am, you know, my role day-to-day is not the champion your cause to the public. I'm not out there to be, you know, the um, media, um, the person giving the, you know, the the newsworthy um, feedback on this. I am a canvasser and I want to stick with that. I want to talk to people, um, you know, who don't know much about it, just give them the information, say, hey, check out the website. There's a lot of detail there. And that's the, that's the level that I wanted to stay at for this campaign because I only had the four or six hours a week to devote to this. So, again, if you start to feel constrictive, restricted, um, attacked, vulnerable, step back a level. That's the whole point, is step back to a, a level that you are more comfortable with and just stay there. And that's why I didn't send him any more information. He's already in favor of Proposal 2, so I didn't need to be, you know, I didn't need to educate him any further. He's already, he's already on board. If he wants more information, he's got the website. He can go there and get, you know, exhaustive amounts of information. So that's really the message I want to tell you today is, you know, the difference between championing your cause, it takes people a long, you know, maybe years of being involved with a cause and, you know, these are people who've been, you know, they've worked their way up. They've been in leadership positions and they're really, and they're really well versed at the all of the nuances of the cause. Don't go there until you're ready to go there. And and most people will never get to those high levels. So if people try and engage you in conversation at those higher levels, just de- def- deflect it. You know, it's like in uh, the martial arts where you know someone throws you a kick or a punch and and you deflect it away. You're it's not. I don't know martial arts, so if someone does know martial arts, you can uh, correct me in the comments if this is inaccurate. But my impression is that, you know, you deflect that and if you're in a posture of just trying to keep them from harming you maybe there are other forms of self defense where then you go to attack them again that's not what i'm teaching i'm teaching the deflection deflect 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 defer back off you know excuse yourself say oh you know what i really um i need to go to the bathroom i need to get a drink whatever just get yourself out of the fray when this becomes a battleground here's here's something to, to think about when this becomes a battleground and you're starting to defend on a front line move out get away from the battle because that's not what that's not where your strength is that's not where you there's no I don't I don't see the courage in that I see recklessness in that because you're trying to um, trying to advocate for something without the resources that you need and that's not smart so just step back work in your comfort level your comfort zone with the amount of information that you have and deflect or defer people to somewhere else some other source that they can get the answers that they want at the level that they are asking those questions so I hope this was very helpful to you. I hope it helped you understand a little bit better the difference between being a champion for a cause versus defending something on the front line. So we want to champion our cause to the public and, sometime, and the way that we do that is we let other people answer questions at those higher levels who are you know, full-time engaged in this and, and we just stick with the level that we're at today. So I hope that was helpful. Namaste.